There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, my name's Cameron Bedding, and welcome to the Your Mind is Your Home podcast. I'm going to share with you some ideas and concepts all around mental and emotional health. I'm going to discuss ways that may help you expand your way of thinking that may then possibly improve how you're then living. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as I share with you now some positive insights around mental health. Do you often find that you find yourself overthinking situations? Perhaps you can notice times where you've been inside your own head thinking of the things that have happened in the past, or perhaps you're worrying about the things that may happen in the future. And then you may have the other times where you're having those inner conversations, or you're listening to that inner voice which is worrying, or anxious, or fearful. We often spend a lot of time inside our minds, don't we? Well, mental health seems to be such an important topic at the moment, which is great, which is really good that people are becoming more and more open about talking about their mental health. And what I want to do is I want to explain to you exactly what we do inside our head in relation to our anxiety our stress, our overthinking, our depression. I want to go into some detail today in this episode just to really share some personal and professional experience with you about what we actually do inside our heads. And what I'm going to do is give you a specific anxiety example, which as you're listening to this, you'll be able to get a deeper understanding of how you will be experiencing what you're experiencing inside your head with your thoughts. And so how that can potentially help you is it can lead you to a point where by the end of this episode, you might be more aware. You might be more aware of how you can perhaps understand your own thought processes, 
or even how you may be able to explain to other people as you keep the conversation around mental health going, how you explain to other people what it is that you're experiencing beyond the umbrella of anxiety, stress, depression or fear, just so that you can really open up your way of communication. So thank you for joining me today in this episode. My name is Cameron Betty. Welcome to the Your Mind Is Your Home podcast. Um, I'm a mental health well-being practitioner. I specialize in anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm certified and experienced in working with so many different people utilizing neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, mindfulness and integral eye movement therapy. On a weekly basis, I'm working with people all over the world who experience anxiety, who have difficulties with anxiety and whose lives are affected in various ways from their experience of anxiety. And something that you may know yourself already or something that might help you understand this, whether it's for yourself or whether it's for the people that are in your life that are having challenges at the moment, is that with things like depression, anxiety, stress, whatever it is that's challenging a person mentally and emotionally, it's never really the same for the next person. So my anxiety won't be the same as your anxiety. And the next person's depression won't be the same as the next person to them. And so when we say things like, oh, just don't think about it, or oh, calm down, or it's not a big issue, that's not really helpful. Um, I guess in some ways it's trying to be supportive, which I understand, but actually when we try to look at what is actually happening, people will have their own internal experience, their own level of what they're feeling, which is valid to that person. Nothing is invalidated when a person comes to see me at my clinic or if I work with them online, because every situation that a a person is facing is private, it's personal to them and it's valid. I don't have to understand their anxiety. I don't have to think, oh, this isn't a real issue. This is something small. It's personal and private to them. And it's my job to facilitate giving them tools and resources and an understanding of how they can change and improve things for the better. And so to start with, to open up, I suppose, the conversation further and to talk about what we do inside our heads, well, we represent all of the information, all of our experiences, we represent what's happening to us, our experiences internally. And how we do that is we do it through our senses. So we see what we see, we hear, we feel, we also, to some degree, smell and taste. And we also have our sixth sense in NLP, which isn't our intuition, I suppose that could be the sixth and you could say seventh sense, Uh, we have self-talk, we talk to ourselves, or we even hear conversations in our heads. So we see, we hear, we feel, we talk to ourselves, we smell and we taste. And so because there's so much information that's going on around us on the outside, we have to distort, generalise and delete. Naturally, our brains distort, generalise and delete information. And we take in certain amounts of our experience. So what does that mean? Well, that means that if you were to be in a park walking with me, my description of my experience walking through that park 
could end up being very different to your experience simply from what your brain filters and what you take in yourself through your senses. So some people will be predominantly visual, some people will be predominantly auditory and they'll take in their experience more through the sounds that they hear, the things that people say. And some people will be led with their feelings, but we tend to have a collection of all. Some tend to have just one lead sense that takes in the information. And so we're taking in all of this information and that translates inside our heads to the pictures that we see. So if you think about your thoughts, you will have pictures that you see inside your head. For some of you, as you're listening, you may even have movies, mental movies, scenes that play inside your head. And those pictures and scenes can have sounds of the environment, of the people, of the situations that are in those inner experiences. Or some people will have no pictures, no visuals. They will just have inner talk or they will just have conversations and sounds from their experiences. And so as we see pictures and watch movies in our heads and have inner talk, that's pretty much what we're doing all of the time to make sense of things. That's how we recall things that have happened in the past. We see the thoughts, we see the person, we re-watch the scene, we hear what was said, and that's how we think ahead to the future. We construct, we create, we imagine through the things that we see, the movies that we see inside our head, and the inner talk and sounds that we create in those situations. And so if you were to look at that as the language of the mind, as we call it in NLP, In an anxiety experience, the person will have possibly pictures, scenes and scenarios playing, and inner sounds that are causing the anxiety to be felt in their body. The stress and overthinking will probably be a collection of thoughts which are made up of scenes, pictures, inner sounds around the experience and around the situation. And so why this is important is here we get to step inside the person's mind. We get to step inside their model, their map of their world, their experience that they're having on the inside. Because most people that come to work with me express their situation as I have anxiety or stress or I'm overthinking. No one really says, no one has ever actually said, I am overthinking a work situation where I continually watch this movie in my mind of the worst case scenario happening and me losing my job, which is backed up by an inner voice telling me that I'm stupid and no good and it's all going to go wrong. No one ever says that because no one seems to know how to communicate what's happening inside their own head. Now, as a practitioner, I can easily break that down and dissect and bring forward the strategy that the person has in place. But if you can start to get an understanding, if you can start to look at your own experiences for your challenges, for your experiences that you're having with your thought patterns, whether you see scenes and watch movies in your head about your life, about yourself, whether you have a lot of inner talk, And what's the tone like of that inner talk? What's the speed like? So we can break down the characteristics of what's happening, which in effect looks at the particular and subjective experience that's being had. And so to a degree, I write about this and have written about this in my book, 
your mind is your home. And you don't have to have read the book to kind of understand what I'm saying. You don't even have to have liked the book um, to understand what I'm saying. But the book opens where I'm discussing my own anxiety experience, which I realised I was having out of nowhere. So as a practitioner, I like to live kind of, let's say, more mindfully. I use the skills that I'm trained in. And that's why I went into this field. It was all personal and self-development for myself. And I went on the training to really understand what I could do with my own mind, to get a sense of how I could improve things for the better. So I, I tend to live it on a daily basis. And there was one particular day where I was caught off guard. I was shocked. I was pushed off my comfortable seat as I realised out of nowhere I was having anxiety and the anxiety was building and it was getting stronger and let's say that call from within was getting more and more persistent and the anxiety was around me driving on the motorway it was it was the next day I was going to visit my parents I was going to drive up to the Midlands and I'm a really confident driver I drive around London every day, going to my clients, going to the clinics where I work, and I absolutely love driving in London. But something about driving on the motorway made me feel uncomfortable, and my usual mode of transport was to get the train. And I'd always say, oh, it's easier, it's quicker, I can relax. But actually, I realised I was diverting myself away from having to drive on the motorway. And I had this realisation because out of nowhere, this anxiety was creeping up. And um, this is what I wrote about in the start of my book. I, for the reader, and I'm going to share this with you now to a degree, um, I've underlined how that internal experience of anxiety was happening for me. I'm going to demonstrate what was happening inside my head, which takes you beyond the fact and the notion of me saying, I have anxiety for the motorway. And so what brought me to this point where I had this realisation? Well, like many of you, I was doing my important daily routine, um, probably hundreds of times a day, of looking at social media. And as I opened Facebook on my phone, I noticed the usual status update question. Um, what's on your mind? Facebook was asking. And that's where I actually realised and thought, hang on, what is on my mind? And what was on my mind was that my life was about to end from a car crash on the motorway. That was the reality. That's what I was thinking. That's what I kept thinking, I've underlined. As the faces, so those still images, the faces of the people that I loved quickly popped up in my head. So the fear started to show me those still images of the people that I loved, that I was never going to see again, the voice inside my head started to say. And this continual loop of thoughts of still images then moved into scenes and mental movies of me crashing. So that's what I was watching and seeing of the car crashing, which was, and again underlined, leaving my body to feel tense, my arms strong, almost like I was frozen, my gut churning as the mini movies continued through my mind and then again I considered what's on your mind and I started to listen to the inner voice within don't drive don't drive it kept saying repeatedly in a fast 
and panicked tone, take the train, don't drive, which continued to mix in with the images and movies, which fed the feelings of fear that cripples my body, which increased the heart rate that I was having, and my breath started to get shorter, started to sweat as the conversation and thoughts, the scenes started to continue and continue distracting me in my mind, leaving me feeling anxious. And so are you aware of how your thoughts may be causing you to feel in a particular way from the way in which your mini movies, scenes and internal sounds play out on the screen inside your head? Are you aware of how your thoughts are causing you to feel? And I really think awareness is powerful. I think I was in that position where I was able to step back very quickly and realise what was happening to me. And I could use some of my interventions to stop those thoughts playing and to stop and work with those inner voices and actually then use some positive resources to reduce the feeling of anxiety that I was having. But are you aware of how your thoughts are affecting the way that you feel and the way that you behave and the way that you live your life. And pretty much in the opening chapter of my book, Your Mind is Your Home, not only am I explaining to the reader and now to you as the listener of, to a degree in a small way, what we do inside our head, but if you think of your mind as a screen, right? So inside your head, you have this kind of personal timeline. You have this news feed inside your head, which is giving you some time hops, some thoughts from the past, which is showing you videos of your life and scenes that you might not want to watch. But our minds, to a certain degree, if you can understand this, are pretty much like the social media apps that we look at, right? We look at all of these timelines on a daily basis of pictures of movies and we hear sounds and we scroll past them and there's things that we we tend to not want to watch online or see and we just scroll on and move on with our lives but it's a different story with the timeline inside our heads because we can get sucked in we can get trapped we can feel like we have no control to move past those inner sounds or past those inner scenes that play out and I suppose the point of awareness in the opening chapter is not only to highlight to you what you do inside your head, but actually to really bring to your awareness the importance of how you can potentially change those things, which is what comes later in the book. And why is this important? Well, everywhere that you go, everywhere that you travel, Everywhere that you are, you're always, always in the company of your mind. You're never alone. Even if you're walking down the street by yourself, you're probably walking in your mind. You're probably walking with your thoughts. You could be on a plane, traveling somewhere nice, but you could be still thinking and re-watching and re-feeling the things that have happened recently back at home. And so everywhere that you go, your mind, your thoughts, the things that you see, the things that you watch, the sounds that you hear, they go with you. And so your mind is your home. 
That's why it was so important for me as a practitioner, a professional, and an author to give the reader an idea, a sense of just how important it is to understand what is happening inside your own head and to understand and get to a point where you can learn, train and encourage yourself to build a better relationship with your mind, with the way that your mind is working, with the way that your mind is performing. And there are so many things in life that we will learn with ease, like we'll learn how to use a phone, we'll learn how to use Instagram and Facebook, we'll learn how to use Snapchat and TikTok and we can set up playlists, but you can actually get to a position where you can learn what you can do with those mental movies. You can learn what to do with those inner voices and how to have better inner voices and what that learning will do, what that kind of mind training and mind working out will do, it will change how you feel. It will change how you live. It will change how you experience life. It will help you to detach from what was. It will help you to feel more present, to move away from the things that loop around and around in your mind, that consume you, that make you feel in a particular way. And so the point of this podcast is to raise awareness around your mental health, your emotional health, and to give you an understanding of what to a degree could be happening inside your head so that you can understand potentially ways that you can change and improve things for the better. And so in the next episode, I'm going to be talking about how your mind isn't the enemy and how you can learn how to be more powerful, how you can be more resourceful, how you can be more present. But it all starts with awareness, which is what I wanted to start with today. So just for today, and as you move forward, just really become aware of the scenes that you see in your head, the sounds, the inner voices that talk to you, and just become aware of the thoughts that pop up and how much time you're spending inside your mind and how your anxiety, your stress or depression may be experienced, may be formed in structures. What are you watching? How long is the scene? Are you going back to the past? Are you ahead in the future? Once you get that idea, and you don't have to share it with people, you can identify it. So today I've spent most of the time in my head thinking about the past, watching this scene about so-and-so. Or today, or this afternoon, I've spent so much time having this inner conversation about the situation. Well, you can identify what it is that you're doing. Because once you start to break down the structure, and then once you're open and aware, and when you have an understanding of the interventions that you can use, you can change that for the better, and you can change it with ease. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can reach me at CameronBetty.com, or for some daily motivation, you can reach me over on Instagram at Coach. Cameron Betty. Thank you for listening. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. 
Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.